I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. Work is changing, we are changing, and there's no guidebook for how to make sense of it. Start your week with the Hello Monday podcast. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Every Day Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It is the Jesse Kelly Show Let's have some fun on a Monday. And here's what we've got tonight on a Monday, a very unique Monday. Why is it unique? I don't know. I actually just thought of saying that now. I don't know why it's unique, but it's going to be a fun show. <laughs> it's Medal of Honor Monday. That's coming up one hour from now. That That's always a good time. I'm undoubtedly going to be get sucked into some history. I'll talk about that a little bit. Probably not a ton tonight, but some. We talked last week about the border. There is an actual war going on at the border. People across the country are now experiencing illegal immigration. You can't turn on the news without watching New York Mayor Eric Adams complain about it. So we're going to bring in Darby about a half hour, 45 minutes from now. Let's find out what's going on on the border. Let's talk about the McCarthy speakership. Cops fleeing a ban on gas stoves. China's going to invade Taiwan. We'll get to emails. Kids are super fat. Jimmy Fallon isn't worth the money. All that and so much more coming up tonight on the world-famous Jesse Kelly Show. But before we get to any of that, you're going to have to bear with me for a few. Now, this is going to tie back to you in a moment. So just take you for a moment and put it in your back pocket. I 
like to try to understand people. I know you try to like to understand people. It's always the why. What's the motivation? What's why, 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 why? We talk about the why all the time on the show. It's not a read a headline, react to the headline, bah, kill me, that sucks. Why? What's going on? Tell me, help me understand what's going on. I want to know what's going on. You want to know what's going on. So we figure it out together. So I heard something, actually read something, this is some years ago, about children, about about what kind of children or what kind of upbringing turns out the best kids, best mental health situation, most successful in their family, successful in their career, what, what home life situation in general. Remember, there are always exceptions. So if you've had a rough home life, you're not, you're not screwed. There are a million exceptions. But in general, what, what produces the best children? And unsurprisingly, surprise, surprise, Best for a child is when there is a mother and a father together inside the home raising the child. If you, if that's your situation, maybe you're poor right now. Maybe you lost your job. Maybe you're desperate. Maybe you move back in with mom and dad. But if that's your situation, you should know wealth didn't come into play. If it's mom and dad together in the home raising the child, your child already has a huge leg up on other kids. So that's cool, right? But I was curious, as I often am. Believe me, this will get to politics and stuff like that in a minute. I was curious, as I often am, what produces the worst outcomes? The worst outcomes. Almost universally, the worst outcomes are, are, are had when dad isn't in the home. And I look, again, if you're a single mom right now, Old man ran out on you, or God forbid, gave his life in law enforcement or military. Your kid's going to be fine, okay? I'm just talking about generalities. Dad isn't in the home. Your kid is, is, is up against it. He's got an uphill climb to overcome that. That's a big deal. Okay, so I wanted to know more about that. What do you mean dad isn't in the home? Well, here's something you'll find interesting. If dad was a cop or a firefighter or in the military and gave his life, those kids often turn out incredible. Something about dad, okay, dad wasn't there, but dad was awesome. And I want to emulate dad. Those kids really turn out great. Kids who are very sadly abused by their father turn out rough. But you know who turns out? The worst. Again, this is in general. Who turns out the worst career-wise, family-wise, life-wise, mental health, drug addiction, alcohol addiction, everything else. You know who turns out worst? Kids whose dad left them. Walked out and left. Ran out, divorced mom, maybe they never got married, whatever the case may be. But dad left. Dad made a conscious decision to leave. So I found that interesting. Why? This is all going to come back to something here in a moment. Bear with me. Why? Because they say, and I'm certainly not a psychologist, that maybe the most powerful human emotion there is is not actually love or fear or anything like that. Loneliness. The feeling of being abandoned, alone, surrounded by people hostile to you, is the feeling that consumes people, that affects people more than anything else in the world. I wanted to open actually with an email tonight. I never do this. Hello, Jesse, longtime Twitter follower, relatively new radio listener. To dive right in, I have only recently realized how isolating holding the line can be. 
I constantly sit in a room surrounded by people calling my beliefs and my values extreme. Every time I think I've found like-minded people, they prove me wrong. My self-professed Christian supervisor said the other day that the Bible was written by crusty old white men. Meanwhile, I'd spent the last two years believing we shared values. I'm surrounded by talk of pro-abortion, infidelity, and party culture. And this is all coming from military people, uh, mind you. Specifically, the LGBTQ Air Force, as you call it. Two years in, and I'm sad to say I can't prove you wrong. I'm blessed to have a very small group of people in my life that share or at least respect my values and beliefs. I suppose I'm emailing to get some reassurance that there are still more of us out there, even if they don't seem to be within a 10-mile radius of me. I wanted to read this to open the show with everything else going on, the speakership and all this other stuff we're going to talk about. I wanted to read this to open the show for a very specific reason. Because I believe, based on the emails I get, there's a good chance that this is your situation as well. You feel alone. You feel alone at work. You feel alone in your city. You feel alone when you go to the doctor's office now. You feel alone. Every part of you feels like you're a tiny minority. And there just aren't very many people that think like you. You icky extremists. You're, you're such a minority now. And understand this. Depending on where you are, maybe you are a little lonely. If you're listening to my voice right now in the burbs, you're fine. If you're listening in downtown Manhattan, eh, it probably is pretty lonely for you down there. But society, I want you to understand if you feel alone. One, you're not. Tens of millions of Americans feel exactly like you feel. They do. They do. You just happen to be in a little area right now where you're surrounded. That's one. Two, I want you to understand that part of having a late-stage republic, part of having a corrupt system is living in a world of make-believe. You've heard me talk about that before. The sky is green and all that other stuff. Well, you, you've heard me talk about this, and you understand these leftists, these communists live in a world of make-believe. But what you don't understand is they're also constructing a world of make-believe for you, and they're doing it on purpose. They're constructing a world of make-believe so you feel alone. You're the only one who feels like this. Oh, values? Oh, ick. No one else is talking about that. You sit down at night after a long day at work, and you tune into some late-night comedy show like I used to do if I snuck onto the TV when my parents went to bed, and I'd watch Jay Leno or David Letterman crack late-night jokes. You turn on the night. You turn on the TV at night after a long day of feeling alone, and you hear stuff like this from Jimmy Fallon. It only reinforces your belief. Oh, my gosh, I'm all alone. There was Alpha, Ben Delta, Ben Omicron next, but this latest Okay, I, I can't do it anymore. He's, he's obviously singing about the new COVID variant. You haven't thought about COVID, not in any serious way in a while. I'm going to move on to other stuff because we have so much stuff. The speakership race and we're losing cops so fast and gas. No, we're not talking about Chris. We're going to talk about a lot, of, a lot of other things. I want you to understand, please understand, you are not alone. You are not alone. 
you have millions, tens of millions of Americans who think like you. And if you're feeling alone, I want to encourage you once again, as I've done before, seek out like-minded people. Go to a Trump rally if there's one in your area. Go to, uh, if there's any kind of a Second Amendment rights convention, go. If there's any kind of a, a rodeo of any kind, go. If there's any kind of a hunting convention of some kind, go. If there's a big church revival of some kind, go. I am an introvert too. I prefer to keep to myself. Seek out every now and then crowds of people to remind you that you're not alone. Far from it. All right. Far from it. There are patriots surrounding you. You just don't know. All right. Enough. Give my thoughts on the speakership. Give my thoughts on (sighs) cops fleeing. Give my thoughts on the collapsing financial institution out there. Have you, have you bought the gold yet? Remember, I'm not an expert, but I know this. In down economies, actually at all times, but definitely in down economies, buy things you can touch and feel, things you can hold in your hand. When you buy gold from Oxford Gold Group, they will mail gold to your front door. No headache at all. They'll mail gold to your front door, and it's real gold you can hold in your hand. And no matter what happens in 2023, 2024, 2025, 2045, 3045, no matter what happens, that gold you take in your possession, it doesn't expire, and it will be worth a ton no matter what. Call Oxford Gold Group and prepare. Take care of yourself, please. They're super laid back. 833-995-GOLD. I'm not asking you to do anything extreme. Just do what you can do. Get something so you're protected. 833-995-GOLD. Tell them Jesse told you to call, all right? Oxford Gold Group. You're listening to The Jesse Kelly Show. You're welcome. It is The Jesse Kelly Show on a Monday. We got Brandon Darby, border expert. Why is there a war going on on the southern border? What's with all these illegal immigrants running around everywhere? We're going to talk to Darby about that like 10 minutes from now. Medal of Honor Monday, like 45 minutes from now. We're going to have all kinds of fun tonight because I'm in a fun kind of a mood. And I'm such a fun guy, Chris. What, Chris? I am. You're not. Anyway, before we get to anything else, the speakership race and the cops... I need to call out some fake news, okay? Fake news, big time. You probably remember, you probably remember a while ago, I brought up what I thought was a hilarious story, New York's rat problem. Apparently, the place is just overrun with rats at this point in time. I didn't notice any rats last time I was in town, but apparently the place is overrun with rats. I saw this headline, and I've got to tell you, I enjoy the Daily Caller. I do. It's a good publication. I do. I got to call out fake news where I hear it. Because this is the headline for the Daily Caller. The headline is, Republican Curtis Sliwa, I like Curtis, by the way, proposes unheard of solution to New York City's rat crisis. Okay. Unheard of solution. So what is his unheard of solution? Well, Part of it is cats. He wants 
cats to be involved. Huh. Unheard of? Well, that's really weird because I remember this really charming, really kind of a renaissance man. What, Chris? Handsome radio show host with a super sultry voice back on October the 20th. Gosh, I can't think of his name. It starts with a J. On October the 20th, he said this. The rat problem. I mentioned yesterday, I've seen stories my entire life. Don't, Chris. I've seen stories my entire life about how New York City has rats, and there are big rats and rat problems and rat problems. And we got all kinds of emails because I suggested yesterday, just bring in some cats. It's how farmers have been taking care of rat and mice problems for years. You bring in a cat. Or if you're... That type, honestly, a rat snake actually is very, very effective as well. But that's a little too far for many of the ladies. So simply cats will work. Oh, great oracle. Cats won't solve the rat problem in New York because the rats are too big. A better solution is terriers, especially pit bulls, Airedales, and Irish terriers, which are larger dogs. Terriers were bred to rid farms of all kinds of pests, specifically rodents. Yes, but here's the problem. I love dogs, and I don't give a crap about cats. Dogs? I don't want dogs out there battling giant rats on the streets of New York. I don't think we need that at all. If the cats have to do it, that's fine. Also, I should note, as much of a dog man as I am over cats, cats are a hunting, eating machine. They are impressive animals. Hi, Jesse. Chicago, I did not know this, actually has a... Yeah, yeah, you, you, you got it. You got it. You got it. All right. So... Here's the deal. I am not a big give me credit guy. As you know, I prefer to focus on other people and not myself. But I'm going to go ahead and formally declare that I need a retraction from the Daily Caller. And I need a retraction now. Unheard of? I was first. (laughs) I'll tell you something else. By the way, before we get into it, let's do cops before we get into the uh, Brandon Darby thing, and I'll give you the speakership race stuff. We're going to get to the cop thing here in just a second because I saw just the, the eye-popping stat out of Chicago and New York and just hang on. I, I brought up before, I brought up gold for you, and I've brought up before on the show, I get all these emails from you, Jesse. I don't know what to do. I don't know where to save. I don't know what to do with my money. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. And I told you, how many months have I been saying this? I'm trying to find some kind of real estate company out there that shares our values. I get very nervous when it comes to telling you about any kind of investment stuff. I've rejected them. We rejected another one today, a new financial institution. I just don't trust any of these things. So uh, look, we've dug in. We're trying to find somebody who shares our values, shares your values. And we did. Uh, Real estate, again, things you can touch and feel. Land, real estate. Gold, things that no matter what happens, it doesn't matter if it's the Great Depression times two. That land is worth something. That gold is worth something. Real estate is worth something. Done for you real estate. We found the real estate company. And I could give you all the details right now about how they do everything for you. And I mean everything. They secure the finances. They get it insured. They do the closing process, the rental process. All you do is sit back and collect the money as your real estate increases in value. I'm not even going to bother telling you about that. Let me just tell you, these are our people, man. These are our people on our side. Had a wonderful conversation with them. These are our people, and we've done the research, too. You can trust them. 
If that interests you, and I hope it does, if you're looking for a spot to plunk some cash, go to doneforyoujesse.com. I love that website, Chris. What? That's it. What? doneforyoujesse.com. They're doing the work, but in a way, Chris, it makes me feel like I'm actually doing the work. So any profits you make, which you will on doneforyoujesse.com, all I require is a tiny cut. What, Chris? Are we not allowed to do that? Okay, fine. You can keep it. <laughs> Doneforyoujesse.com. All right, I want to hit this real quick. Before we get to Brandon Darby and the border and the war on the border, uh, I talked to somebody today. Uh, it was actually Catalina Lauf. She ran for Congress in Chicago. And she said Chicago's police retirements are up 200%, which leads me to this, and it's something I've been warning about for a long time. Headline is from the New York Post. Bleeding blue. Cops flee the NYPD in the biggest exodus since 9-11. It's from a couple days ago. I just want to make sure I reinforce that you understand the cops they're bleeding to. They're often, not always, but often, they're the best cops. They're the cops with options. They're the smart veterans who can get a job being a cop in a place that appreciates them and they don't have to chase down crooks just to have a George Soros-funded DA turn them right back loose on the streets. They can go to any number of places where they're appreciated and where their work is actually rewarded. And this is part of the downward spiral that I've been warning about over and over again. Either the DA situation changes or this situation doesn't. All right? All right, Brandon Darby, next. This podcast is sponsored by Cloud Optimizer. As a business owner or IT manager, are your cloud investment costs going up and you don't know why? It's time for Cloud Optimizer. As you migrate your business to the cloud, what you're spending and why you're spending it can get a little hazy. But Cloud Optimizer clears up the mystery and puts the cloud to work for you. Cloud Optimizer starts by analyzing usage patterns, right-sizing resources, leveraging discounts you may not be aware of, implementing automation, and much more. And by reducing unnecessary expenses and maximizing performance, Cloud Optimizer guarantees you a savings of five times what you spend for their service. As you utilize cloud-based services more and more, you don't have to lose sight or control of your spend. You can stay agile, streamline your costs, and optimize your performance, plus save significant money with Cloud Optimizer. Make the cloud work for you with Cloud Optimizer. Get a free assessment and find out how much you can save by going to cloudoptimizer.com. Go to cloudoptimizer.com for your free assessment. That's cloudoptimizer.com. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Every Day Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, 
We've got you covered. You can build internal resources. That's what the study of psychology is about, building internal resources. Turning towards is one of the most important elements of successful relationships, no matter what kind of relationship it is. The thing that underpins all of this productivity stuff is finding a way to make the journey itself enjoyable. The journey is the destination. The beauty of uncertainty is infinite possibility. When you don't know what's next, you don't know what's next. And thus, anything can be next. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s... I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. I've been a journalist for two decades, writing cover stories for Business Week, Fortune, and Wired. And now, every Monday, I bring you conversations with people who are thinking deeply about work and where it fits into our lives. Like Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella on growth mindsets. The learn-it-all does better than the know-it-all. Or MacArthur Genius winner Angela Duckworth on talent versus grit. Your long-term effort and your long-term commitment are surprisingly important. Each episode delivers pragmatic advice for right now. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It is the Jesse Kelly Show in a different musical selection from Darby tonight. Maybe he's in a good mood. Maybe he's in a bad mood. Brandon, first, oh, joining me now, the man of the Cartel Chronicles knows more about Mexico, the border, cartel, illegal immigration than most Border Patrol agents I know. Brandon Darby. First of all, Brandon, the Italian sausage sandwich is incredibly underrated. Is it not? People don't even think about it when they think about meal options. Yeah, I'm a big meatball fan if I'm going to do a, a sub, personally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, don't, I can't fault you for that. Okay. Now, everybody who's been online at all has been treated to video of an absolute war zone in Mexico. Uh, apparently, it's Sinaloa cartel. It's Mexican Defense Forces. I'm going to stop talking because I've reached the extent of my expertise could you please lay out exactly what's going on in Mexico and why? Well, cartels are fighting. And, uh, you know, cartels are fighting. There's all types of things going on with the Biden administration. I'm, I can't prove it. But I can tell you that generally when Mexico starts to move on big cartel figures, it's because they're making some type of deal with the United States. Uh, I think, the, you know, historically what the U.S. has done, what different administrations have done, is they've made deals with the Mexican government, with the Mexican president, uh, about migration. When too many migrants start showing up at our border, then the you know the U.S. president says, "Hey, this is making us look bad. Can you do something about it?" And they start to crack heads there. It's kind of a weird thing, you know. Trump cracked heads on our border, uh, but uh, you know this administration seems to be happy to have Mexico crack heads for him. Okay, so. I know we're just hypothesizing here, but the Biden administration is catching a lot more heat than they have been about the situation at the border. Maybe there have been some meetings of we need you to do something about this, Mexico. 
and Mexico sends in their defense forces, which leads me to the part where I'm watching videotape of Mexican cartels. They said it was Sinaloa, but I have no idea. Most definitely with military-grade weapons battling it out with the Army. Uh, what? Yeah, so, so like I said, and I've said on the show many times, Mexico is considered a fragile state, right? That means it's a state that is not yet failing. I think it is failing, but the official designation is that it's a fragile state. So there are uh, the majority of Mexico's territory is not under direct control of the federal government. It's not under control of the state government, except for the state officials who work for, for uh, you know, for cartel leaders. So basically, when Mexico wants to do something and Mexico wants to go in and, and do something about a bad person, a bad guy, a bad group, they can't send their police in, right? They can't deal with the local police because the local police and the state police and the local army, right, the army who's assigned there, are usually working for the cartel. So the regional cartel. So what they do is they have to send in their Marines. They have to send in their elite Navy unit uh, to go and get a bad guy. It is that bad. And so when they do that, then what happens is uh, those, uh, those paramilitary transnational criminal organizations that we call cartels, they began to use military-grade weaponry, not stuff from the U.S. either. People like to say all the weapons in Mexico come from the U.S. That's not true. They're using Russian-made RPGs. They're using all types of of uh, military surplus from Central America, uh, and they fight back, and they shoot at helicopters, and they shoot at planes, and they they try they get you know it's definitely narco terrorism that's crossing that that line for sure. Okay, did the Mexican did the the Mexican Marines the federal force did they get somebody the cartels want back? Are they trying to get somebody? Why this big blow up? All right, so they got uh, they got. El Chapo's son, who was running his faction of the Sinaloa cartel, and that is why they're freaking out. That's why the Sinaloa cartel is freaking out. But again, when you say the Sinaloa cartel, we got to be really clear. There's the Sinaloa Federation, there's the Sinaloa cartel. So at this case, it's the Sinaloa cartel. If the Sinaloa, if the entire federation, which are thousands of different criminal groups who, are, who pledge allegiance to the Sinaloa cartel, right? We, we call them Sinaloa cartel. Uh, like, for instance, in Arizona, you have Los Mimos and you have Los Salazar, uh, two different groups. They're both the Sinaloa cartel, right? But they're at war with each other because they're actually different cartels who are just under the Sinaloa Federation. So right now we have the Sinaloa cartel and we have several groups aligned with them who are, who are absolutely trying to get it back and they're trying to create so much trouble that the Mexican president releases them and refuses to extradite them to the U.S. Because see, in their mind, right, and, and the way it works in Mexico, in the cartel mind, you are still in charge. If you're in Mexican prison, you're still good because they know they can get you out somehow because it's that corrupt, right? Um, but if you, once you go to the U.S., it's like being dead. Once you come to the U.S., it's the equivalent of being dead because they know you're not getting out. They know that you can't pay someone off, and that's how it works. So, so yeah, they're freaking out right now. It's not the only big guy that was caught. There's a guy that I believe I've talked about on your show before named El Gato uh, from, you know, Nuevo León, a border state bordering Texas and Mexico, um, and they just arrested him as well. So, uh, you know, that's a big deal. Right? These, are, these are big guys who are getting arrested. Um, not exactly sure what's happening behind the scenes, but I can tell you just from sources, uh, from very trusted sources in law enforcement uh, in Mexico, there have been many times that they found this El Gato guy and they couldn't do anything about it because when they would tell the right authorities, somebody would tip Elgato off. 
the same thing I'm sure is true with El Chapo's son. Um, that's how it works. For some reason, they've decided to crack down on some some guys. I would imagine we're going to see some, something favorable from the U.S. now. As far as resources, we're going to see something come from the U.S. that Mexico wanted um, and in return. That's how it works. Again, we're speaking with Brandon Darby. Read all this stuff at Breitbart, Cartel Chronicles, Border Expert. Okay, Brandon, explain this to me. You mentioned the Sinaloa Federation, and, and they have all these cartels underneath them. And you mentioned, like in Arizona, they're fighting each other. Why doesn't the CEO of said corporation or federation, why doesn't he step in and say, hey, guess what? You're not fighting each other anymore. It's bad for business. Does he not have that kind of authority? Not any longer. So it used to be that way. Um, it used to be that way. It all, it all started over marijuana. There was a CTK Moreno. There was a border a DEA agent. And he found a, there was one cartel in Mexico, the Guadalajara cartel. They controlled everything, right? Pretty much. And that cartel controlled everything in Mexico. And the DEA agent basically identified the seal, helped burn it down. And they built, they burned like $60 billion worth of marijuana, something crazy, right? Some ridiculous amount of money in marijuana. <laughs> so the cartel kidnapped him and uh, tortured him and killed him. And that's really what kicked off, you know, then the U.S. started going after Mark. So then they decided they were going to divide themselves so they wouldn't be able to be taken out so easily. They divided themselves among family. And that's really how we got most of the different cartels. And then those cartels, we took the leaders out. So then the younger guys didn't have the allegiance. So they started fighting. So, you know, a, a lot of what's happening is is a result, whether whether we should have done it or not, it's the result of, of us burning somebody's marijuana field, right? And uh, them reacting and then cracking down and taking off the head and then thousands more sprout up. And that's kind of, you know, so Mexico tends to be very upset at us because, you know, they feel like we created, you know, several hundred thousand deaths in their country because we didn't want Mexican swag coming into the country. You know, that's kind of how they would perceive it, right? Uh, like maybe the response has been disproportionate. Well, but it's now here we are, right? So we're in this situation now where we have a, a neighbor to our southern border who has a majority of its territory under the control of different various uh, transnational criminal organizations who have their own armies, right? And who most of the local officials work for. And um, this is the problem that we have. This is where we are. Man, what a mess. Brandon Darby, go read all of his stuff. I do. Thank you, my brother. Thank you. All right. Let's let's put a bow on. I love saying that, Chris. Let's put a bow on the whole speakership thing. And then it's Medal of Honor Monday. We still have so much stuff to get to. There's even all-female M&Ms, Chris. That'll be good. That'll be popular with the ladies at The View. Before we get to that, let's get to... I, I got an email uh, thanking me. It's from a lady. Thanking me for how often I talk about self-defense on the show. For how often I talk about weapons, practicing with them, how often I talk about dogs, getting ladies, getting yourself a decent-sized dog, how often I talk about hero gun on the show. Look, I say this. When I, when I get passionate about this, especially when it comes to women, it's because I'm hyper-aware that as a six-foot-eight man that I have a different set. Now, it's not that I'm impenetrable, but I don't have to walk around feeling like prey at all times. Women do. Women do. And it's a vulnerable feeling to know that people around you can hurt you. 
Get yourself a hero gun, and let me specifically tell you right now, ladies, get a hero arrow or dads. Get your daughter one. Get your wife one. The hero arrow is smaller. It shoots this double barrel gel, uh, gel blast. It's it's non lethal. It'll stop somebody in their tracks, and it fits right in that little purse of yours. Hero2020.com code Jesse. All right. State restrictions may apply. Miss something? There's a podcast. Get it on demand wherever podcasts are found. The Jesse Kelly Show. It is the Jesse Kelly Show on a Monday. We got a Medal of Honor Monday coming up about 10 minutes from now. Let's ad- let's address something I probably should have led with, but I had other stuff. I have other interests, Chris. As a Renaissance man, as look, I'm more than just an oracle. As a Renaissance man, I have other interests. I should note, this is just for Chris. I know you probably already know. One of those cartel leaders. We just had Brandon Darby on the show. He's talking about the cartel leaders and whatnot. One of the car- cartel leaders, he called El Gato. That is actually Spanish for the Gato. You may not know that, but now you know. Just a heads up for you. I'm trying to keep... Look, I want everyone to be a cunning linguist like me, Chris. As you just stick with me a couple more years, you'll be fluent like I am in Espanol. Now, the speakership. We have a Kevin McCarthy as Speaker of the House. And this is actually not going to be about McCarthy. This is going to be about you. Here's Kevin McCarthy talking about victory lap stuff. But I do want to especially thank uh, President Trump. I don't think anybody should doubt his influence. He was with me from the beginning. Somebody wrote the doubt of whether he was there, and he was all in. He would call me, and he would call others. And uh, he really was, I was just talking to him tonight, um, helping get those final votes. Okay, so Trump out there whipping votes for McCarthy. McCarthy went on. I know the night is late, but when we come back, our very first bill will repeal the funding for 87,000 new I could be Debbie Downer right here and say they also repealed Obamacare 8,000 times when we didn't have the Senate and it was just going to get vetoed, but I'm not going to do that. Hey, that's a good thing. It's a positive step, Chris. I'm going to be positive tonight. Quit being a cynic, Chris. Be positive like me. You need to learn how to look on the bright side of life. And McCarthy said this too. We will hold the swamp accountable. From the withdrawal of Afghanistan to the origins of COVID and to the weaponization of the FBI. Let me be very clear. We will use the power of the purse and the power of the subpoena to get the job done. Okay. Now, that's McCarthy. I want to talk about you for a moment. I know that you remember last week during all this kerfuffle over who's going to be the speaker. I know you remember that there were 20 people who held out. They had demands and they wanted those demands met. And I know you remember that person you watch on TV. That person you listen to on the radio. That person whose articles you read. I know you remember how hard they fought against the 20 holdouts. Words like terrorist, traitor, of course, threat to democracy, 
All these words were used, and not by the communists. Of course, the communists were saying all that too. Those words were used by 90% of the pundits on the right. The radio hosts, TV stars, the writers. Miraculously, it, those that 90%, if you had a Venn diagram and you laid out the 90% who were arguing against those 20, you would probably find those same 90% who told you, it's only 15 days to slow the spread, guys. This is very serious. Don't worry. It's just two weeks. Probably the same 90% who said, oh, I saw the George Floyd video. Tear down the Confederate monuments. Probably the same 90%. That Venn diagram is probably just a circle. Probably just looks like a circle out there. So I'm going to talk to you about you for a moment. Because I have a list here. Would you like to know what holding out got us as a nation? I mean, if they follow through on any of it, which remains to be seen. But would you like to know what the 20 holdouts got us? While that radio guy you listened to was yelling at them. While the TV star you watched was yelling at them. While the writer was calling them traitors. Would you like to know what they got us? Here's a little list. Courtesy of Zero Hedge. It will only take a single congressperson acting in what is known as a Jeffersonian motion in a move to remove the speaker if he goes back. Now, that doesn't mean one person can remove the speaker, but one person can put up a motion where they have to vote on removing the speaker. So if he goes back on his word, one person now can do this. Number two, this is what else holding out got us. This is what that TV guy you watch was against. This is what that radio host you listened to was against. A church-style committee will be convened to look into the weaponization of the FBI and other government organizations. You did not have that without the 20 holdouts. You did not have that without the 20 holdouts. The radio host you listened to who was calling them traitors, he was against FBI accountability. Next one, term limit votes. Next one, bills will be a single subject. No more $1.7 trillion omnibus bills. Each bill will be broken up into one subject, and there will be 72 hours minimum to read them. So smaller bills, and they're going to read the bills ahead of time. Remember, that radio host you listened to was against that. The TV star was against that. The writer was against that. There's a border plan. COVID mandates will be ended as well as funding for them. Remember, that radio host you listened to was against that. That TV star was against that. That writer was against that. Stopping the endless increase in the debt ceiling, that radio host you listened to was against that. That TV show star was against that. That writer was against that. I think you understand the point I'm making the person who was wrong about COVID and wrong about St. George Floyd and wrong about the 20 holdouts is going to be wrong again on the next time an important issue comes up that's contentious at all. The next time it gets uncomfortable, that loser you listen to is going to keep being a loser because a loser is what he is. Again, COVID, I called it the great sorting because it revealed who you can trust. And your friends, family, people you listen to, people you watch, you just had another great sorting. Did you take advantage of it or didn't you? I did. I had more people I listen to and I read and I watch. I snipped them right off the old tree. Always be pruning that tree for the health of the tree. And I'll leave you with that. And I'll leave you with this. 
Go support people who actually do the tough things and fight for you. Not the easy things, the tough things. When everyone's yelling at them, you suck! What do I tell you about preborn all the time? It's not that they have pro-life clinics. That's wonderful. Oh, free ultrasounds. That's wonderful. They're giving out free ultrasounds in the highest abortion areas in the United States of America. They walk into the devil's den and find scared young women who don't think they have options. And they say, come, we'll give you a free ultrasound. And they're getting their pro-life centers firebombed for the stances they take. Talk about putting your money where your morals are. $28 is what it costs preborn to give that young lady a free ultrasound. Can you help? Can you help them? 28 bucks. Go to preborn.com slash jesse. $28. Or from your cell phone, dial pound 250. Say baby. All right? Sponsored by Preborn. We will be back with Medal of Honor Monday. Next. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Everyday Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. Work is changing, we are changing, and there's no guidebook for how to make sense of it. Start your week with the Hello Monday podcast. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.